Colts. United gives to Amici. The Colts are the world champion. Amici scores. Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending, exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football. California has won the big game. One fucking left in the game. You believe in miracles? Yes. This is Phil Steele. This is Mike Burnham. This is West Durham. This is Mike Ashley. Hi, this is Chuck Foreman, number 44 of the Minnesota Vikings. Woo, mercy, this is handsome Jimmy Vine, the boogie woogie man. This is Coach Pride with Virginia Tech football, and you are listening to Big Dog Sports Talk. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready to roll? Okay, let's do it. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. 101.7, 103.5, and AM 1460. Streaming worldwide at WRADradio.com and the TuneIn app for your phone. Join the conversation now on the Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at 744-2990. And now your host, the big dog, Rick Watson. Well, that's not a good way to start the day. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when you're trying to, you know, play some music, get into your mood on a Thursday morning, and you just get cut off with an ad? Man, I really hate that. Anyways, this is BDST 1017-1035-1460 AM, WRADradio.com. Where's Rick? Uh, I'm... Don't I'm just... care. Where's Rick? Well, that's pretty rude of you to say here on a Thursday morning. Dan Steinbach sitting in for the big dog Rick Watson today. Uh, as Rick is uh, catching up on some beauty sleep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rick gets in early this morning, uh, probably at home, catching up on some much-needed rest as Radford men's basketball was on the road last night in Charleston, South Carolina. They fall by a final score of 57-58 to 58 and on the way back home. They get in a little late, so... I want to thank Rick for, you know, giving me freedom to sit in on his studio today, uh, take over the show for you, and, you know, just kind of talk with you on, here in the New River Valley on a beautiful Thursday morning. Happy Leap Day, everybody. How about that? My first day hosting full-time uh, just by myself as a guest host, and I get the one day we get only once every four years. How about that? Isn't that special? So... Again, my name is Dan Steinbach. You can join the conversation. Louis Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. And for today, Rick did not give me his login information. Very important lesson for you out there, for all you out there in listener land. Do not give personal information over the phone or over the internet because of all those scams that are going on. But I do have my own text line set up for today. The number for that, 540-585-1805. I'll try to get to you guys as much as I can today if you decide to call in with whatever you'd like to talk about. Uh, I've got a loaded show for you today. Uh, Very excited to bring you four guests. Bottom of the hour, we're going to bring on Giovanni Heater, Virginia Tech student. If you are an avid listener of the WRAD Talk Network and an avid listener of Virginia Tech baseball, you've been able to catch him uh, the past couple of weeks. Pinch hitting for Evan Hughes on our Tech Baseball broadcast. So I'm excited to bring him on, kind of talk about that, kind of talk about what's going on in his life. Excited to have him on. Uh, at the bottom of this hour. Hour number two, 7.30, we're going to bring on Nick Brown, another Virginia Tech student. 
we're going to have a lot of Virginia Tech today. So I'll bring up some Radford scores at the top of this show here. But all in all, big Hokies day. A uh, lot going on in Virginia Tech sports. We're going to have Nick Brown on. Uh, hour number two, bottom of the hour, 730. He's going to be talking to me a lot about 3304 Sports, kind of what's going on with that. He is the sports director of 3304 Sports, Virginia Tech senior. We had Bill Roth on yesterday for the Roth Report uh, in hour number three with Rick and I. You can go check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you know, Bill always talks about an SMA update in the second half of the Roth Report. Yesterday, he decided to highlight Carter Hill. Love Carter. Love what he's been doing. I shot him a text during the segment yesterday telling him that Bill was giving him some nice shine with all the traveling that he had been doing uh, with how busy tech athletics had been. So uh, getting to hear a bit more about what's going on in the SMA program is always good. And then for our number three, Power Hour. Oh, yeah. For the Power Hour, we have just a jam-packed uh, hour for you to end the day and get you guys sent off and running on your Thursdays. We're going to have Evan Hughes on at the top of the hour, voice of Virginia Tech women's basketball and baseball. He's in South Bend, Indiana, as Virginia Tech women take on Notre Dame tonight. Uh, get him, get his thoughts on what's going on with that season. Get his thoughts on what's going on with baseball as they have been underway with their season. They just played Tuesday here in Radford. Uh, they're back home, starting a home span of about eight games. They've got a weekend series against Stony Brook starting tomorrow. And then at the bottom of the hour, our last guest for today, my good friend David Cunningham. He's also in South Bend. He's going to be covering Tech women's basketball tonight for Tech Sideline as the managing editor and article writer for them. Uh, but at the same time, I'm going to talk to him about Virginia Tech men's basketball. Rick and I kind of brought it up a little bit yesterday, but I wanted to go back, uh, talk more about the Syracuse game, and you know, just kind of break down what's been going on this season. Because if you've been paying any attention, it hasn't necessarily been the best. So, Dan Steinbach taking you through all of today, sitting in for the big dog, Rick. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been on BDST here a couple of times now in, oh, geez, now my two years working here uh, at New River Radio Group. Also, by the way, just real quick, uh, I want to give a quick shout out. Obviously, I want to thank Rick again for letting me sit in today. I want to thank our program director, Jamie Forrest, for, you know, entrusting me with this spot, uh, bringing me in when Rick is on the road to produce the show and, of course, filling in for him right now. I uh, also want to, of course, thank Jamie for, you know, being the one that makes sure I get paid on time. Payday was today, which is always nice. So, hope those good vibes are with you all across the NRV today. So, uh, I just kind of want to, you know, talk to you a little bit about who I am and, you know, if you guys haven't really been listening when I've been on. And, you know, it's, it's been spare here and there. I helped Rick out with a week of shows two years ago. Uh, that may have been last year. I don't even remember. Time just... And time flies when you're having fun. Let's just say that. Uh, I am a Virginia Tech senior. I'm a fifth-year senior in the School of Engineering, studying industrial and systems. Uh, I've done some work with Virginia Tech SMA, uh, 3304 Sports Podcasting, uh, doing some radio work over at WUVT, the student division at Virginia Tech. And, of course, I'm just an avid sports fan. I'm a sports junkie, grew up loving sports my whole life. And, of course, ever since I've come to Tech with, you know, really big athletics focus, uh, I always love paying attention to what's going on around here in the local scene. So, you know, being able to come on here and talk with you guys about my thoughts about what's going on in the world of sports, uh, you know, I, I'm just really excited for today. It, it, it has been uh, a bit of a dream of mine, even though it might not necessarily be where I'm going in my life, 
to you know, be on a radio show, host a radio show, talk sports with the listeners out there. Again, if you guys want to chime in at all today, 540-639-4900. My phone lines are open all day. Uh, I've got a planned show for you today, loaded show, lots of guests. But if you ever want to come in and talk about anything, talk about talk, I'm here for it. Uh, phone number to text today. You can text Rick at the normal number if you want. Tell him how good a job I'm doing. But text number for me personally today, 540-585-1805. Text in with any of your thoughts. Uh, yeah, so I've always wanted to be a part of a radio show like this and being able to talk to you guys out there. Not just because you know I, I love sports, but because I kind of grew up with listening to shows like this. I'm a big sports radio guy. Uh, as you guys know, I am from Michigan, or at least for the listeners that are familiar with me. I am from Michigan. I am from Metro Detroit. And so, of course, Detroit is, in my opinion, and again, there is bias here, but Detroit has all the tools to be classified to me as the best sports city in America. And I say that not just because I think that, well, A, it's true, and I think that the fans uh, of Detroit teams are some of the most loyal in the country and were some of the best, but I also think it's just a different flavor compared to what other cities in this country offer. Like, here, here, let me, let me set the scene for you. So when I'm thinking about doing radio here, locally, Blacksburg, Radford, Christiansburg, this particular area has no professional sports teams. Now, when I think about doing a radio show here and you know what the conversation would be about, obviously you're thinking about uh, Carolina teams, you're thinking about nearby Charlotte, and obviously you're thinking about D.C., but in terms of a geographic footprint, you know, there, there can be fans from all over the place from around here. You could go out to Baltimore. You could go uh, up to Cleveland. You could go up to Pittsburgh. You could go down to Atlanta. Uh, there are fans within this geographic region that come from all over. You know, I don't think there's necessarily one team here. There's a team that I think has the most fans, a plurality, if you will, uh, with that being D.C. sports. But... All in all, I think there's a good mix here. You go to some of the metropolitan areas in this country. You go to some of the big sports towns. You know, you're talking about your New Yorks, your Chicago's, LA's. I don't think those have the flavor of a Detroit simply because, well, one, Detroit is one of the few metropolitan areas in this country where you're talking about, you're, you're talking about not only do you have the four major sports, you know, Tigers, Red Wings, Pistons, Lions. You have something unique in Detroit in the fact that you have not one, but two major college brands. You're talking about Michigan and Michigan State being two of the top 30 college brands in the country, in college athletics. Not just college football, obviously. College basketball is up there as well. And they both have good programs in their other respective sports, but... You know, I think growing up in that atmosphere, I'm someone that is accustomed to, you know, bigger markets, but at the same time, there's a plethora of options. And so sports and sports radio has, you know, always been a passion of mine. I'm always listening uh, in the afternoons, in the mornings, on the way over to school uh, when I was growing up in Metro Detroit. You know, I, I just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed being around it. And, you know, I really just enjoyed listening to it. Louise Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Uh, we just had a caller. If you want to call back, you dropped off the line there. 
Uh, we can get you in uh, before we hit the bottom of the hour. Today, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to the people over at Homefield. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with what they do over there, uh, they are a college, I don't even know what you call it, memorabilia. It's not really memorabilia because it's not all, you know, pre-worn stuff. It's more of a retro attire uh, online store. And they just opened up a new Hendrick Motorsports, or not necessarily Hendrick Motorsports, but they are doing a series of releases for, you know, clothing, uh, attire, merchandise, just in general, for the new racing season. Obviously, NASCAR is getting underway, and they just released their Hendrick Motorsports collection, uh, obviously highlighting that very successful NASCAR team. Uh, a little bit of homage to Jeff Gordon. There was a really nice DuPont jacket that sold out quickly. I personally got a Jimmy Johnson hat, and at the same time, I got this very nice Tim Richmond hat, uh, number 25, with the Folgers logo. As soon as the internet saw this one, everyone was hopping on board with this puppy, and it's really nice. If you saw my picture on Twitter uh, of me here in the studio, you'll catch a glimpse at it. I've got a couple of home field merch. I think I'm actually wearing a home field shirt today. I think I'm wearing the Virginia Tech 2007 Bass Fishing National Champion shirt. I've got a lot of home field stuff. Anytime that they drop something, uh, I'm ready to hop on there. Um, even as a college student, well aware of the fact that I need to <laughs> save up as much money as I can. You know, it's always, if you're ever going to give me cool stuff to wear or cool stuff to just own, you know, I'm always down for that. So that, that, that is the hat today. It's definitely one of the better hats in my collection. I, I enjoy collecting hats. I've got, a, it's, it's crazy to think about how much money you have tied up in wardrobe. Like if a typical hat nowadays is costing you, you know, $30, $40, you know, every three of those is, you know, you're going around a hundred dollars. And I easily have over 30 hats in my collection. So if you think about it, that's over $1,000 committed just to stuff you put on your head. It's crazy to think about. Uh, but speaking of NASCAR, you know, I brought this up to Rick yesterday. And I'm kind of getting more into it for this season. Obviously, we had a really, really awesome finish down there in Atlanta this past Sunday. And, of course, if you are listening in the New River Valley, you can listen to NASCAR on your home for racing in the New River Valley, our sister station over there at PSK 107.1. But, you know, I, I think that there's an attitude right now. Uh, there, there, there's an appetite for something like NASCAR. It does not have the appeal it did when I was growing up. When I was growing up, you know, my dad and I, we would always be watching uh, races. also want to give another happy birthday shout-out to my father. You know, usually whenever... Uh, my dad being an end of February kid, he, he would always have uh, an extra day of celebration whenever leave year would roll around. So I want to give a shout out to him. I did call him yesterday for anyone who was listening. Uh, yesterday when I realized during the show with Rick that yesterday was my dad's birthday and I totally forgot. It totally snuck up on me. I did give him a call. Did wish him a happy birthday. Uh, he did, I at least hope, I didn't get an update. Uh, I believe my mom took him out to the nice steakhouse in my hometown, very small hometown. And I've never been to that steakhouse, but I've heard it's really, really nice. So I definitely have to go there at some point. But anyways, uh, NASCAR. Yeah, no, growing up, NASCAR on Sundays was pretty normal for me. Um, and that kind of was the last great era of NASCAR racing. We kind of phased out of it. And I, you know, I've been talking to people about it. You talk about what made NASCAR 
so special. And I think it just came down to you, you knew the personalities. You had stars like Jimmy Johnson. You had stars like Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, uh, Carl Edwards. Those, that brand of racing, it, it just, it's just kind of fade, faded away. Now, hopefully, if popularity comes back and if NASCAR promotes their new young stars that are the ones participating in you know, the sport right now and are leading the sport and are, you know, they're defending champions. We could talk about NASCAR this season and the seasons to come, you know, really potentially being maybe not reaching the peak that it did. Because when you think about the peak that it did, and this number surprised me, back in the mid-2000s, it was competing with baseball as America's number two sport behind football. That's kind of insane, especially when you look at the landscape nowadays of uh, just of where sports have gone in this country. So yeah, I'm excited for the NASCAR season, and uh, I'm excited for the race coming up. I remember being a kid. My dad took me to a race up at uh, Michigan International Speedway, MIS, up there in Brooklyn. And I remember I was, an, I was an Elliott Sadler fan. Now, I had no idea necessarily who he was. I didn't really grasp NASCAR. I just remember watching it and, you know, just kind of vibing with it. But I remember going to MIS and uh, picking up an Elliott Sadler hat. That's probably sitting in a landfill somewhere. But, uh, you know, safe to say that young kids aren't necessarily going out to the racetrack and getting Elliott Sadler hats nowadays. Who knows? Maybe that can change. BDST, you are listening on WRAD. We're going to come back right after this break. Get you quick to the bottom of the hour. 6.35, coming up about 10, 12 minutes. We're going to have Geo here. He's going to be talking all about life. BDST here on WRAD. Dan Steinbach filling in for Rick Watson. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Now, did you know this song is not actually about West Virginia? It's about the western part of Virginia. Dan Steinbach here on BDST 1017-1035-1460. Worldwide, WRADradio.com. Louise Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900. Quickly approaching the bottom of the hour. 635, we're going to have Geo Heater uh, call in. Talk to him a little bit just about what's going on in his life. We've got Nick Brown at the bottom of hour number two. And then in the power hour, we've got Evan Hughes and David Cunningham. RU men fall 57-58 last night. They moved to 5-10 and 10 in the Big South. So senior day coming up on Saturday. they gotta, they got to win that one to avoid, you know, falling into that playing game, as Rick was talking about yesterday. Women, though, win big 81-68 at home. Move up to 8-7. and seven. They got senior day against UNC Asheville on the road on Saturday. They're top four in the conference right now, so they're sitting pretty, moving into tournament play. Bit of a chilly one here today in the New River Valley. Woke up this morning to sub-30 degree temperatures. It was getting cold last night. I wasn't expecting it to get cold again so quickly. Yeah, so cold day today, high of 45, so be sure to stay bundled up out there. Uh, I'm from Michigan, though, so of course I like to brag about how accustomed I am to colder weather. Also, for those of you who usually get sick of me talking about how tired I am whenever I'm on with Rick, good news. I'm not actually that tired today. Well, I can feel it starting to creep up a little bit, but I won't talk about it that much. Not today. That's not the plan. The plan today, just have some fun. I actually got to bed at a pretty decent time last night, but that was mainly because all the sleep that I lost 
from going to bed last night was, or at least the night before yesterday's show, that all caught up to me, and I hit the hay around 9 o'clock. It's BDSC here on WRAD. Dan Steinbach in for Rick Watson. Bottom of the hour, Geo Gator when we come back. Don't go anywhere. BDSC here at the bottom of the hour, 6.35 here in the New River Valley. Little Joker and the Thief. At the request of my first guest today, you know, I asked him if he would be willing to sit in with me for all three hours, but uh, he called me insane in the most polite way possible. But uh, my first guest today, Virginia Tech SMA junior, graduating class of 2025, Tech sideline member. Let me pull up his bio here because he's got a lot. He's got a lot of titles: podcast host, on-air talent, and production of graphics. Thirty-three hundred four sports member as well over there under Bill Roth at the SMA program. Broadcast coordinator of special content. And uh, if you've been listening to the WRAD Talk Network and just the Virginia Tech Sports Network in general, you'll know that my first guest today has been pinch hitting for Evan Hughes whenever Evans had his split duties. Uh, covering women's basketball. He's been helping us out with Virginia Tech baseball coverage. It is Giovanni here. Gio, good morning, man. How are you doing? Good morning, Dan. Appreciate you having me. How are you doing? I am doing swell here on this fine Thursday morning. Hope I didn't wake you up too early. Uh, Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, good, man. Good. So for those that don't know, Gio is uh, son of Syracuse, son of New York, the great upstate. Uh, Came down here to study under the wise tutelage of one Mr. Bill Roth. And, uh, Gio, I, I don't know if you remember this, but this memory did just pop into my head uh, when I was prepping for the show last night. I don't know if you recall, but when we were getting SMA kind of built, and I kind of came in at the very, very beginning of it, uh, they started, they launched the program in 2016, but then spring of 2019 is when 33 Sports was formed. Uh, you know, by David Cunningham and Evan Hughes and all those guys. And we're going to have Evan and David on later. Uh, but fall of 2019, when I came in, that's kind of when I got introduced to the group. I started working with the group. And I want to say either, you know, that fall or early that spring, you know, before COVID sent us all home. Bill Roth took us out on what we called a five-star recruiting tour or a five-star recruiting trip. And uh, a certain someone we took out to Elrod's in North Main and Blacksburg. And look, I don't know who this kid was, but uh, I couldn't say no to a free dinner. And I believe it was you. Do you recall of this night? I actually think, I think you you were there to take Kyle out, Kyle Marshak, because they took me to PKs. So I think think they must have taken Kyle out with you. Well, but I but We're I not having Kyle on. How was your, how was your night at PKs Zoomer that I, that I, wait, would I have gone to that one? Honestly, I don't remember. It all kind of blurs together at this point. Think about how long ago that was. That's funny. I, um, I, and the only reason I say that, Dan, is because I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, uh, I didn't end up at Elrod's until I was already a student here. I mean, hey, it's, it's, it's as good an excuse to get there, uh, as any. Wait until you get down here and actually become a student. So, Gio, you've been uh, helping us out with some baseball broadcasts this year. 
are you going to be on for uh, this coming weekend with the Louisville Home Series? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be on uh, on Sunday for uh, it's, it's Stony Brook in town uh, for Tech Baseball this weekend. So I'll be on on Sunday. And, I said uh, Louisville, didn't I? To that yeah, I, sure. I was looking at a couple series ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. They got a, they got such a great schedule coming up. Uh, Notre Dame's in the mix there as well at English, and uh, you know they're at home for I want to call it the next two and a half weeks, basically when you count in all the midweeks and everything. So I'd encourage everyone to come on out to English as well. Yeah, we got an eight game home stand starting with that Stony Brook series. Uh, this weekend. So we only have you on Sunday where while uh, Evan's out in Charlottesville, I mean, they're probably going to have to rush him back to <laughs> get uh, in the booth for tomorrow. Yeah, luckily with Charlottesville being just, just a couple of hours up the road, uh, he's able to make the swing. So he's got Friday and Saturday, and then uh, I'll have you covered on Sunday. So, yeah. Well, see, I won't be here because it's my senior year, and I mean, I'll always go home anyways, but uh, Virginia Tech student spring break does start not officially tomorrow, but, I mean, once that last cl- class is over with, if you're even going, uh, oh, yeah. students are going to be hitting the road. Now, you do still have one year left at Tech. You are graduating in 2025. Um, but, you know, I- I- I'm assuming that you have tried to make spring break plans. Obviously, when you're working in the professional realm, that can sort of take over. But, you know, looking forward to next year, I mean, are you planning on – are there any plans in motion? Uh, for one last final spring break while you're a college senior, you know I don't I don't really know exactly. Um, like ever, up to this point, it's always been the ACC tournament, right? Because we always go down as a group uh, with thirty three oh four sports, like you had mentioned, and with Bill, and that's kind of like our uh, big trip for the year um, on top of the football games. And the the scheduling changed this year, where the I, I don't remember exactly if. We have spring break a week earlier, or the ACC tournament's a week later, but they don't they don't align anymore, um, which maybe is a good thing. But you know, we got baseball and stuff all week in town, so so I'll be sticking around Blacksburg this year. But who knows? I mean, as of right now, there's a chance that I might get out of here a semester early and might be done by December. I'm on track to do that, um, and as of right now, that's how that would play out. So I might not even be here for spring break, but. At the same time, I you know I'm there are definitely options to stick around, kind of feel out what the job market seems like at that point in time and, and whatnot, and um, maybe hold off on a couple of classes. So we'll see we'll see what ends up happening. But I've always kind of like worked through spring break, so I guess I've never really gone on that that fun you know senior trip. So next year might have to be the year. It might have to be, man. I mean, you totally seem like a fun guy. Uh, what? Where would you go, Dan? Where should I go? See, the place I've always wanted to go, and we didn't end up doing this for my high school spring break, and I was going to ask you uh, when the last, like, big vacation you took, whether with family or, uh, you know, just with some buddies. Uh, I always wanted to go to Barbados. We ended up going to the Dominican Republic in my senior year of high school. Uh, But if I was going to go to someplace warm, um, you know, Caribbean lifestyle, I I don't necessarily need to stay in the United States. I don't really want to go down to, like, Florida or something like that. I've never been, like, a Myrtle Beach guy. Um, I I remember, uh, we went to Germany, my family and I, this was for like a Christmas new year's thing. So already you're playing with the weather, but the fact that I went on vacation and for a week, even though, you know, Germany is the homeland, uh, even though it was around Christmas when you're going on vacation, 
at this point in time, I've kind of decided that anytime I'm going to go on vacation, I want to go somewhere warm. So Fair. If, I, if I'm going anywhere, uh, Barbados is absolutely on the bucket list uh, or just, you know, warmer weather, please, God. Uh, but yeah, well, when was the last time you, you know, took a trip, family, friends, whatever, or favorite trip you ever been on? Full-blown vacation probably would have been right before I came to school. I uh, went to the Outer Banks, and I, I love the Outer Banks, so that, that was pretty sweet. That was the first and only time I've been there, but uh, definitely would like to go back. Uh, my family kind of does this thing now where I'm out of the house and uh, and they go on vacation without me now. <laughs> yeah, they're taking advantage of the empty nest. I know exactly so, what you're talking about. So my parents and my sister travel a, a good chunk, but uh, usually, unfortunately, with, with uh, school and everything, I usually tend to miss out on those. Uh, wait, so they, 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 they take your sister? But do they just not like you or something? <laughs> Well, she's still in uh, she's still in high school, so you know when they all live in the same house, it's a little easier. But now nah, we went on a lot of great trips and stuff when I was growing up, though. Uh, one of my favorite trips ever probably was it was actually a work trip. But Kyle, like I was mentioning earlier, and my dad, basically just to tag along and supervise because we were still in high school, uh, and myself, we went out to broadcast this basketball league like semi-pro basketball league, summer league out in Vegas when we were in high school. And it was like such a unique setup um, and a unique opportunity. And But just to be out in Vegas, even though we weren't old enough to, still are not old enough to enjoy any of the festivities of Las Vegas, we still <laughs> had a lot of fun. And it was, just, it was just guy's trip, you know, me, my dad, and my buddy. So it was fun. Yeah, no, that sounds like a blast. Uh, all right, so I want to get into just a little bit about uh, a little bit of a, a little bit more about just you and kind of the work you've been doing. Uh, you do obviously do broadcasting four thirty to three hundred four. You help us out here on the baseball stuff. Uh, you also do some TV stuff. You've uh, worked on ACC Network, ACC Network Extra, uh, and I did want to sort of you know p- poke some fun, uh, just get to it's kind of the highlights of your time on the air. Well, first of all, I mean, I have to just play this because this is probably one of my uh, favorite drops that I added to the board today. Uh, for those that don't know, 3304 Sports during football, basketball, and baseball coverage, uh, they always do our either first pitch, uh, tip-off, or kickoff shows. And I want to ask you about this. I'll play the drop real quick just because, I mean, this is just fantastic <laughs> content. Oh, no. Um, if I can find it on my board. Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get it in a second. But... I want to ask you because, I mean, it's a perfect segue. You were just bringing up Las Vegas. Uh, When you're talking about sports betting on the uh, the tip-off show or on the kickoff show. Book it, baby. There it is. When you're talking about (laughs) something like that, uh, is that your idea? You know, bringing that into, you know, a very college-oriented broadcast? Or, you know, is that someone else's idea with just kind of, where sports are going, that we want to talk about this. We want to cover this, even if it's not necessarily the most academically uh, leaning uh, content. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to I gotta be honest with it, right? It, they, they do a show uh, over at Syracuse that it, that is similar in nature, um, and I really liked what they did with it. Um, and I followed a lot of, you know, sports bet. You, you listen to so much modern-day stuff, whether you listen to, like, Pardon My Take, Barstool Guys, or even... I love listening to 
Greeny, Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, or Colin Coward, and they're talking about the bets. I mean, Mike Greenberg has his, like, locks of the week and whatnot, and that was never a thing when he was on Mike and Mike, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, even, like, three years ago. And so I enjoyed what the guys at Cuse did and thought we could do something similar, make it our own in a different way and uh, revamp it and stuff. And um, so I kind of took their inspiration. And at first it was called uh, Show Me the Money. (laughs) And it was very heavy on, like, we have X amount of dollars and this is what we're putting on. And then after the first segment, Bill was kind of like, and I don't think he would mind me telling this story, he was kind of like, all right, well, you're not, even 21 years old, so we're going to need to rework this in some way, shape, or form uh, before you get all of us in trouble. And so we reworked it. We changed the name to um, Got It Covered, and we basically took the money element out of it, right? So we didn't say we're putting, you know, 25 bucks on this bet. We said, like, it's it's hard to explain. I guess you just got to check it out, but you get the point of it, right? Right. And, um... And it's like our locks of the week. And, and Raza Umarani, who writes baseball, um, he's the baseball beat writer for Tech Sideline and does a lot of great stuff for 33 of four. He's been one of the, the new gems in our program because he transferred in from VCU and none of us knew him. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's become one of our best uh, writers and, and been really great in the studio as well. Um, and we're trying to crack him into a little bit of play-by-play here, but um, he's a, he's an incredible writer, and he was all over it, and he helped me write the show early on. And then I was like, well, you know, we we got to just do this thing together. It'll be better as a two-man show. So we ended up doing that. And, yeah, it, I, I felt like we were towing a line, Dan. Um, and I think, I think, you know, Bill encourages us. He says, you know, push the envelope, especially when you really – believe in something and and i thought it was a great segment and even though we were towing that line i thought you know we were able to rework it in a way where it it was still um respectful and wasn't putting the university or anybody in a bad light and that is the modern era of sports that's the direction we're heading yeah no i definitely agree with you and look i i've uh worked with bill for i mean five years now all through school and you're, what you're saying is exactly right. He'll always tell us to you know, push the envelope. And if there's one thing I've learned about working with Bill, it's that that envelope uh, tends to push back a lot. Uh, I've been trying. Yes. To get, I've been trying to get 3304 on live air for so long, but you know, there's so many, there's so much legal, legalese around all that that it's. Um, it, well, I, I really hope that when I'm gone, and you know, maybe maybe when you're gone, and you know, 3304 is still going strong, uh, that we're looking back and we're seeing that these guys are you know, able to get that on air experience and continue uh, the program and, you know, continue to you know, really just grow as professionals. You know, it, it's really awesome seeing what you guys have been able to do. Uh, I do want to highlight a couple more things. Uh, so last year, last baseball season, uh, late April, when you're on, now you're going to have to help me out with this one because I did not know if this was on the ACC network or if this was on ACCNX, uh, but Cespedes Family Barbecue on Twitter uh, for those of you not on uh, Twitter, Geo kind of ha- had a day for himself. When Cespedes Family Barbecue, a very uh, popular baseball podcast for, you know, just MLB news, baseball news in general, highlighted Geo and his name, just Giovanni Heater, as 
the call of North Carolina, Virginia Tech, April 28th last year. And uh, that made the rounds. So has your name made you any more popular? Has it made any headway for you in terms of professional spaces? Or was that just a nice little 15 minutes of fame? Well, that yeah, that was that was pretty cool because I was I've never been a, a massive massive baseball guy until now. I mean, I grew up playing lacrosse; that was always my thing. And and in New York, you're either kind of one or the other, and usually the the two sides don't mix very much. So um, I didn't even know what Cespedes Family Barbecue was, which people thought I was crazy for. Um, so that was pretty cool how that how that all happened. Um, but. I mean, I get it sometimes, Dan, where, you know, someone will be like, oh, you got the, you know, the perfect name for it, um, you know, as far as sports broadcasting goes. And, I mean, it, I, I enjoy that my name is unique. I can't, I literally, did, I could not take any credit for it, like, <laughs> at all, in any way, shape. I didn't name myself, um, you know, I, so, I, it's it's cool, but, uh, but and I'm, and I'm thankful for it, but I didn't, I didn't pick the name. But, yeah, no, it seems to – I hope this, though. You know, this is such a cutthroat, talent-based industry, as you know, Dan. And maybe just in the slightest, slightest way, it helps make you just a little bit more memorable. Um, and I guess that's all I could ask for out of it. If I'm looking at a resume and I see Giovanni Heater is applying to be the voice of my team – that that auto, that automatically is a resume that at least is not getting thrown out. I'll just tell you that right now. That's a that's a massive advantage that you've got in your camp. All right, one more thing before I, I let you go here. Uh, you are active on the social media, you know, in your professional setting, of course. And uh, Suspicious Family Barbecue did take a picture of it was you in the booth. I don't know who who's with you in the booth that day. Do you remember? Was it anyone? I believe that was uh, Mr. Andrew Wells. He's a uh, former tech pitcher. And he does a lot of the baseball color commentary for the ACC Network Extra here. So, great guy. Great awesome, guy. awesome. So, yeah, they took a picture of you with your uh, name up there on the graphic. And part of your signature look, for anyone that knows you, uh, it's the goatee. And you went on social <laughs> media, you went on Twitter a couple days ago, and you sent out a Twitter poll that I vehemently and quickly answered no to. And you were asking if the goatee should go. And so, Gio, before I let you go here, I just have to ask, are you doing okay? Do we need to send a wellness check to your house? Because you can't let that thing go, man. <laughs> All right, the goatee the goatee will stay. And honestly, there was never really any doubt of that. I was just kind of curious, uh, curious everyone's thoughts. And there was a lot more no's than there were than there were yeses. So I guess that was, that was good to see, that the goatee should stick around. Um, that's the thing, you don't see a ton of guys on... TV and whatnot necessarily with with facial hair. Some of the guys on, in like the studios on ESPN will have it, but like play by play guys, you want I don't know. It's so bizarre, but I guess you got to blaze your own trail anyway, right? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right, man. You know what? You just put Scott Van Pelt with a goatee in my mind, and I don't think that'll go away for a long time. All right, he's Geo Heater. Geo, thank you so much for waking up with me today. Uh, and yeah, man, uh, appreciate the time and take care. We'll uh, we'll hear we'll hear from you on Sunday. Not me though, because uh, I'm gonna be long gone. You're the best, Dan. Uh, you're rocking it. Appreciate everything you're doing as well. Uh, when when the baseball team's on the road, you're killing it with the uh, the post game show and everything. So appreciate you always, my man. All right, thanks, brother. You take care. You too. Bye. All right, man. That was Geo Heater. Quickly approaching the top of the hour here in hour number one. Hour number two coming up shortly. Take a quick break. We'll get back. You'll be with me for the first half. Call in. 
540-639-4900. We'll get Nick Brown at the bottom of our YouTube. It's BDST here on WRAD. Dan Steinbach in for Rick Watson. Don't go anywhere. Hour number one, moving quickly along. Already wrapping up here, taking this midnight train into hour number two. Dan Steinbach filling in for Rick Watson here on BDST. I mean, nice conversation there with uh, Givon Heater. We got Nick Brown coming up in hour number two. Evan Hughes, David Cunningham in the power hour. Loaded show for you today as I'm taking you through your Thursday morning here in Fairlawn. We got hour number two coming up. Don't go anywhere. This is BDST 1017, 1035, 1460. 